You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guests today are Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from Macmillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the Macmillan team will be hosting a webinar this coming Wednesday, December 6th at 6.30 p.m. To register, you'll need to contact Macmillan Estate Planning at one 833 266-6464 during office hours or visit the website at mcmillanestate.com for more information. Norman, just before the break, I'd mentioned that uh, one of the nice things about Macmillan Estate Planning is you've got everybody under one roof. You've got the accountants, you've got the lawyers, you have the estate planning. So if there are issues that crop up, it's not just a matter of, uh, oh, you've got to drive across the city to talk with somebody. You can just walk uh, across the hallway and hopefully uh, come to a resolution on what those issues are. Um, would you say that that's a, a fairly accurate assessment of the situation? Yeah, I think that model uh, really, uh, you know, is an advantage to our clients because, uh, you know, it obviously saves them time. But the the bigger thing is it builds out that that cohesive and and comprehensive estate plan. You know, what we see sort of in in other models is, as you you point out, people are maybe running across town to to different professionals. Uh, But what happens is they're quarterbacking the big picture themselves. So they've got to take information from the lawyer to the accountant and and, and vice versa. And, And, you know, if we can get them all in the same boardroom, the, uh, the the lawyers and accountants can argue amongst themselves in that boardroom, and, and they can sort out those issues. Um, they can make sure that uh, taxes are addressed, um, but also the protection and, and, and the legal issues are are addressed as well. And and so, you know, building out that that cohesive uh, plan is is really the uh, the end result of of having all of those professionals in under one roof. And when it comes to that plan, I think that's the key word there. There are some general principles, if I could use that term for every plan that you would use some uh, uh, some tools yeah you know uh, there's uh, there's a lot of different things that we can look at and and that's one of the advantages to Macmillan is um, you know the, the the years that we've been in this business uh, we've got options that the clients haven't maybe even considered you know when we delve into the world of trusts um, you know there's there's different types of trusts uh, we may be creating a trust for um, tax purposes uh, we may be creating a trust um, to protect assets during a, a person's lifetime you know maybe they're a a business owner and uh, and we're worried about uh, you know certain cl- potential claims um, against the business. Uh, quite commonly, we're looking at uh, inheritances to the next generation. And so, uh, you know, uh, the inheritance to the next generation, uh, do, do we have a trust? Do we have a mechanism? Uh, do, we, do we have a way of protecting those, mo- those monies that are going on uh, from potential matrimonial claims, uh, maybe uh, creditors and other claims? And so it's about uh, finding these solutions um, and these strategies uh, to protect our clients. Paul, we've talked about trusts many times on this show, and I'm glad that uh, Norman mentioned there are different kinds of trusts, and really protection is what a trust is all about. Absolutely. Uh, The way that we see it is we're we're putting a little white picket fence around the assets in the trust, or if you'd rather something a little bit more dramatic, maybe a a ring of steel. But we can use trusts, as Norman pointed to there, within our will to protect inheritance, protect value as it transitions through the family. We can also use trusts in our lifetime. So we we get the same benefit. We protect the assets that are inside that trust. And lifetime trusts are often created, particularly when there's a, a particular purpose in mind. 
they can be really useful to hold the cherished family cabin, for example. So we can have a family that will always be able to benefit, to enjoy that piece of property, and that's irrespective of what may happen in in their in their personal lives. So Does it also depend on where that cabin might be located? Well, we can use these trusts, particularly for cabins. I suppose, in answer to your question, Wayne, we're really thinking about cabins that are inside Canada. Okay. The, the one thing that I will say is we use certain types of trust that allow you to move, in this case, a cabin into the trust on a uh, tax-deferred basis. So we're not triggering tax to, to, to get the asset into there. But for many provinces, and as I'm sure that we are all aware, many people in Alberta will own a cabin, let's say, in British Columbia. And if that cabin is held inside a trust, what we get to do is we get to avoid the provincial probate fee that the BC government would charge. So in essence, by having our BC cabin held by a trust in our lifetime, we can save approximately 1.4-1.5% of the value of that, of that cabin. And that can certainly add up depending on the value of that cabin as well. Of, of course it can. And, and the, the, the same holds true for cabins that are held in, in any of the provinces that have those, those probate fees. You know, one of the things that we got to think about these trusts, too, is they're very customizable. Uh, and so, uh, you know, whether it's a, a trust for children, whether it's a trust for grandchildren, whether it's a trust for, um, you know, a cabin or a cottage, um, you know, you're creating the trust. Uh, you're creating the rules. And so, uh, you know, we, we, can, we have a lot of flexibility um, as to how we can design that um, based on those conversations we have with you and understanding how you want um the assets to uh, be held and managed in the future. So it does make sense from not only an estate planning perspective, but also from the tax planning perspective. Yeah, the, the planning in the trusts isn't uh, isn't just about the protection. There's 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 tax issues as well, and so it's looking at both of those um, and seeing uh, where where we can provide that value to the client. You talked about the fall economic statement earlier in our conversation today and how it's going to impact uh, some of the changes to the taxing regime, but are there any other considerations that our listeners should be thinking about, both in context of estate planning, but also when it comes to the tax issues? When we're looking at uh, end of year, there's obviously uh, still those low-hanging uh, tax issues. I mean, we've got RRSPs. Now, uh, you know, with 2024 being a leap year, uh, we're looking at, uh, you know, being able to con- still contribute uh, to uh, to RSPs uh, up until February 29 of 2024 to use that for the, the 2023 year. So, uh, you know, have we, uh, maybe we're estimating our, our tax bill at this point. Uh, maybe uh, we're seeing uh, whether uh, we're going to get that bonus or not. And so you can start having some of that uh, analysis and that conversation now uh, to see what your income is going to be and uh, whether or not uh, you you can make a, a contribution to an RSP uh, to to lower that tax bill uh, for 2023. You don't want to be waiting until the last minute. Start doing the planning now. Exactly, and you know one of the new things that we have for uh, um, you know this year and and going into 2024 is we've got this uh, new uh, first home savings plan, 
And, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about this is, uh, you know, you, you can't contribute more than, than 8000 a year, but um, there's the ability to carry forward um, some, of, some of that room to future years. And so, you know, even if you can't drop in uh, 8000 this year and something like that, you could open it this year, um, contribute some of that. Um, and carry it forward into next year. So, so it operates a little bit like a TFSA, where you've still you can still make that contribution that you didn't make the year before. Correct. Uh, you know, it's 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 a little bit of a, a combination between a TFSA and and uh, uh, and an RSP, um, and it 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 really provides uh, some of the best tax savings for um, uh, you know kind of a new home. Uh, buying if you qualify for it and you know kind of one of the misconceptions with with chatting with people is is they think that this is for you know people that have never uh, owned a home before and uh, you know if you look at uh, sort of the qualification for it um, you know you can't have owned a home in the current year and in the four years prior to that so uh, you know depending on your circumstances uh, you might want to look into that and see if you want to qualify but you know, often for our clients, uh, maybe they have their own house. Uh, maybe they're, uh, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, developed in, in life. But uh, these are things that they can look at uh, helping out for children and grandchildren. Maybe the parents have created the wealth, but, um, you know, they're paying higher taxes, uh, higher rate taxes in, in their uh, in their current estate uh, in their lifetime. And so, you know, maybe we look at some strategies of, uh, you know, helping children with, uh, you know, first home savings plan or a TFSA or or something like that, because, uh, you know, uh, for 2024 uh, TFSA uh, room is going up as well. Uh, you know, we're looking at a at a, at a jump of uh, $7,000. So uh, that's going to take us up to about 95,000 uh, total uh, cumulative room for someone that was born uh, prior to 91. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's uh, a, a, a bit of amount that we can uh, have some tax savings, but uh, often for people, we need something uh, bigger than that. Uh, maybe they've tapped that out. Um, and what are the strategies beyond that? All right. We're going to pause for a break and come back to uh, wrap things up. You're listening to Talk to the Experts. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting a webinar coming up Wednesday, December 6th at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact McMillan Estate Planning during weekday office hours at 1-833-266-6464 or visit the website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from McMillan Estate Planning are my guests today, and we will be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.